0: Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. It's a beautiful 1st of August, 2023. Coming up in the Tuesday Rant, the Cresting podcast. Global boiling, as if uh, it's really going to happen, according to UNBS. Grocery store is greedy or practical based on the strike that's happening in Ontario. And Yagmeet Singh, NDP leader, heckled at a press conference in St. John's, Newfoundland. Oh my, 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 what troubling times we are in. Uh, That's right, you know (laughs) Oh my god, I don't know, I I just keep shaking my head Anyhow, listener and viewer discretion is advised I like to swear and smoke cigarettes Stick around You won't be let down Hit it, sweetheart Because I am hard, you will not like me Yes, sir There is no racial bigotry here
1: In Canada, this is the Krusty Canuck Podcast, a Canadian veteran's point of view on political, social, economic issues, and life. Here's Krusty.
0: That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to episode 220 of the Krusty Canuck Podcast, the Tuesday rant. That's right, global boiling as if grocery stores greedy or just practical. And Jagmeet Singh heckled at the press conference. Welcome everybody. Uh, I'm your host, Krusty Canuck on this beautiful 1st of August. Hope everyone's getting hydrated and doing their thing. All that good stuff. Well, it's uh, pretty warm out there too. So uh, first topic, yes, the global boiling issue. I'll uh, leave links in the description for you all to follow. And if y'all like and hear what you see, please click like, subscribe. Share this podcast all over your social media platforms if you can. Uh, I've been seeing an abundance of American listeners out there, especially my Podbean application. So thank you very much to my American friends south of the border. Thank you. You guys are awesome. And I appreciate the downloads that I've been, I've been seeing recently. So it's because of you guys, you're giving me a boost. And it's really, really fucking wonderful. So thank you very much for that, uh, those downloads in too. And you can also find my podcast on Uh, Podbean Rumble, Spotify, Amazon, Grow Radio UK, and Player FM too. Here on the tube and another stations, if you want to track, just look for the Krusty Canuck logo you can see in the top right-hand corner of your screen there, and check out my stuff. Anyway, as the uh, episode detailed. Now, the UN has basically said uh, there's another issue coming on with all the wildfires and everything that's been going on, the amount of heat records. And I recollect something about last year them saying the same thing. I remember a summer when I was a kid, we had record temperatures that we were told to stay inside. And when I was a little kid, we were working on a farm. Uh, My old man had a small little dairy operation. It was a lot of work, Uh, but needless to say, um, we had some hot days. We'd stay inside and just hydrate, but there was no panic. There was no issues with uh, the overabundance of heat and no issues with the sun. Uh, you know, sunscreen, put on your your lotion if need be, to get yourself a nice little tan, but common sense prevailed. Now, I'm going to read what the Daily Wire put up here, uh, ladies and gentlemen. And the uh, Daily Wire is pretty decent. I don't mind the Daily Wire. You know, I'm more libertarian. I'm not as conservative as, let's say, as I used to be. But, uh, you know, I, I'm just, I'm not overly impressed with a lot of conservatism now. But Daily Wire usually puts out some good uh, product there. So there's other mainstream media news sources too that put out the same speech, but uh, I'll let you decide, ladies and gentlemen. It's just basically uh, another scare tactic that I'd have to say is just a a load of crap. So I'll read this along here with you all, ladies and gentlemen, if you'd like. And uh, from the Daily Wire, global warming is out. Global boiling is in. United Nations Secretary General says, and of course, you know, we got to have more panic, ladies and gentlemen, because you know what would life be without more panic in our lives? As if we hadn't had enough, too. Global warming is out, global boiling is in. United Nations Secretary General Antonio Guterres said Thursday, Humanity's in the hot seat. Guterres said at a press conference for vast parts of North America, Asia, Africa, and Europe, it is a cruel summer for the entire planet. It is a disaster, and for scientists, it's unequivocal. Humans are to blame. What did I say in my last episode? Stop blaming humans for your problems. Right. Maybe the earth is trying to say something. Well, maybe, you know, the earth is trying to change a bit. OK, who knows? That's just my speculation. He used to say the science is settled. How have we heard that before? The science is settled. Anyhow, according to Gutierrez, it, but it would seem the fear based propaganda hasn't worked in scaring enough into the world into submission. And so Guterres and his team have changed the talking points All this entirely consistent with predictions and repeated warnings. The only surprise is the speed of the change. Climate change is here. It is terrifying. And it's just beginning, he said. The era of global warming has ended. The era of global boiling has arrived. So there is a link in this uh, video. I'm not going to play this video because I I just get really tired of of all these garble farb garbage synopsis, The, the, the constant fear mongering. I tell you, it's driving us nuts, ladies and gentlemen. We we get out of the whole pandemic issue with jibby jabs, and we used to hear from all of our leaders too The science is settled. It's settled. God damn it! You just pay attention to what we're doing, right? Exactly. Just follow along. or right, there'll be hell to pay. Yeah, it's easy to imagine the terrorists and the gang at the UN have have a yellow notepad that looks something like this, and you know, it's in the link. You know, cross out global warming, cross out climate change cross out extreme weather of global boiling question mark yes of course global boiling if that was the case we would all be dead ladies and gentlemen have you actually watched a lobster boil no really like when you actually boil something have you ever watched a lobster boil it's quite interesting and i'm not saying go out and grab a lobster and boil it alive just for the sake of entertainment i hope to god you eat it but needless to say uh, it's quite entertaining uh to say the least so would it surprise you to find out that Guterres is the former president of the Socialist International and a firm believer that the planet can only be saved by a team of "experts," quote unquote, experts, right? And government control? No, it probably wouldn't surprise you. Your daily wire reader, equipped with critical thinking skills, it's easy to draw those conclusions if you pay attention. Yet it's worth reviewing anyway. That 1999 Guterres gave an address outlining his desire for global socialism and how his vision for the world would depend upon international organizations like the UN, global regulations, and cooperation between non-government actors. Now, how many times have we seen non-government actors stick their noses in people's affairs? The Tides, the Make Way Foundation here in Canada, not to mention their, their, their base operations in the woke parts of the United States. Right? He ended his speech saying, Dear friends and dear comrades, We must not abandon utopia because of the antagonism between ideas and reality is both the major dilemma of democratic socialism and its fascinating driving force. Ooh, there's some truth. Guterres is still pursuing that utopia and using global boiling to enact it with a sense of urgency too. Don't think, just do it. Guterres seems to be saying. It is still possible to limit global temperature rise to 1.5 Celsius and avoid the very worst of climate change but only with dramatic immediate climate action, he said Thursday. We have seen some progress, you know, countries going broke for the sake of carbon taxes, you know, like Canada. Way to go, buds. Crack, crack don't smoke itself. You itself. Know, a robust rollout of renewables and some positive steps from sectors such as shipping, but none of this is going far enough to fast enough. Accelerating temperatures demand accelerated action. Yet Guterres is wrong. The experts are all not seeing gods who can predict the future, much less the weather. As a best selling author, George Gilder has long touted, this sort of central planning supported by guitarists cannot account for human creativity, which always comes as a surprise to us. If creativity even not come as a surprise, we wouldn't need it and socialism would work. What can work? Gilder is out with a new book called, or correction, titled Life After Capitalism. The book isn't against capitalism, rather, it argues that its critics and many of its defenders get capitalism wrong. The driving force of capitalism is not greed, rather it's creativity and faith in the future. In the book, which casts doubts and global boiling, Gilder writes, this page is a bit slow today. Now, let's assume hypothetically that CO2 somehow becomes a problem. Capitalism deals with problems by pursuing opportunities. Socialism deals with problems through more government control. But boom, That's right. Hey. <laughs> government mandates and directorates... And global resets will not shape the future, Gilder predicted in Life After Capitalism. There can only be, can only retard the progress, meaning slow it down, and only so far as we let them. If we live in democratic countries, what will really shape the future is human creativity and a new wave of technology entrepreneurs. He added. Gilder also warned, more than ever in America, I'll say North America too, we face the prospect of life after capitalism. In its most negative sense, a life of scarcity, deprivation, and fear. So that's self-explanatory, ladies and gentlemen. And I'll leave this link in, um, in my description for you too. Uh, you can decide and how you want. I can't answer that phone right now because I'm in the middle of making this recording. So needless to say, uh, I'll get to you shortly there, ladies and gentlemen. But you know what I mean about the whole UN uh, scary tactics. They did it with oil before they did it since the 60s with oil uh, in the 70s. It was the whole, uh, you know, the polar freezing. You know, more crisis in the 1980s. It was acid rain late 80s, early 90s. It was the hole in the sky with the ozone layer. You decide if you want to live in fear, you go ahead and live in fear. But I'm not going to. You know, I, I've got other things to worry about right now, and uh, I'm just not going to play along. I'm not. I'm not going to play along with this. And honestly, ladies and gentlemen, neither should you. Neither should you, you know, we should be living peacefully, freely, and uh, democratically without all these uh, fear mongers and people hoping uh, that democratic socialism is going to save our lives to live in utopia. I would be concerned with any politician, it doesn't matter if uh, he or she's elected or appointed or bureaucrat, talking about utopia. I guess they never really paid attention to the 20th century, did they? Some people's kids, eh?
1: Stay updated and follow Krusty Canuck on Facebook, Twitter, Gab, Telegram, YouTube, and Podbean. Subscribe today and donate at KrustyCanuck.ca.
0: And we're back, ladies and gentlemen, to episode 220. That's right, of the Tuesday Rant. Global boiling as if grocery stores greedy or practical. meets sing heckled at a press conference in St. John's, Newfoundland today actually yes i saw the footage on ctv but i'll be getting to the whole grocery store chain and all that too now in my description i will put in the cost of living in toronto and then you decide on what the issue is now i said my last episode that if you're going to work for somebody for 16 50 an hour or 17 bucks an hour and expect to make a great living at that and it doesn't matter if you're in a grocery store or not doesn't matter if you serve burgers or chips or fish and chips, whatever tickles your fancy, okay? And that's all you make, but you demand to have a good life out of that salary, then I would say the individual has the reality problem. Not the store, not the people you work for. They're offering you a job. They're offering you opportunity to work part-time or full-time, okay? I've worked in grocery stores before too, so I know exactly what it takes to get the job done. The question is do you want to do that the rest of your life or not too? Now if you've actually invested time and effort and the money into building said store and taking on ownership of a franchise or you become an independent grocer, then it's a whole different kettle of worms. okay? So when the mainstream media gets a hold of all of these issues in regards to, oh my God, we need this, oh my God, we need that, we need better living conditions and better wages it's like, yeah, you do need better wages. but you also need a better job too. And the way inflation is working, it's not in our favors because it's not the big grocery chains or these big guys or these big guys that are screwing you. It is the regulations that are screwing you. It is the tax index that are constantly thrown down our faces. It's the people that are elected that push these bills forward, that push this legislation forward in the name of paying off the national debt. So you can blame the carbon tax for that, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. But then again, also blame the individuals that expect glory for $16.50 an hour. Where I work, I make a decent wage, but I also worked to get a raise and I earned it. Okay. The people I work for are really down to earth. They're really decent people and they're just, they're just good guys and gals. So, you know, I go there, I do my job and that's it. If I see something needs to get fixed or something gets broken, okay, or, you know, cleaned up, I do it. That's it. And some days are longer, some days are shorter, but that's just the time of year too, right? But I never once went up to my employer and demanded special treatment or demanded a special wage because I need to live off this. You need to live, then it's time to find another job. Now, are corporations greedy? Yeah, sometimes they are. Are Are they buffoons? Yeah, sometimes they are. We all heard about the Loblaws bread scandal, gouging people for bread, right? But then you have recipes you can find online where you can make your own bloody bread without worrying about the grocery chain, right? So there's ideas out there. It's just, when it, when it comes to people striking over part-time work, especially when the majority of those workers are only working part-time, then it's like, well, why aren't you striving to find full-time elsewhere? There is work out there. If it, it means you have to work two part-time jobs, so be it. I said my last episode, I had to do that. I did that for a good part of my 20s before I joined the military. When I was getting into writing and acting, I worked two jobs to pay my rent, to pay for my lessons, to pay for my transportation, to get into it. Did it cost me? Yeah, a few bucks in taxes. Boy, did it ever cost me in taxes? But needless to say, I paid them, right? And it was done. There are a lot of people that started their lives in this country, from immigrant families that started off doing two, three part-time jobs getting out there and hustling, finding the work, doing the, what they had to do. And I don't know anybody who is disenfranchising any people that have done that. What I'm seeing, though, there's a lot of it's all about me and my feelings rather than it's about my livelihood and I have to improve it. Right. Oh, it's this store's fault or it's that store's fault. Yeah, there are some corporate greed out there, but that doesn't mean all of them are greedy. It just means you might have to do better. And sometimes these unions aren't looking after the little guy; they're looking after it for their own little guys. You know what I mean? It speaks for itself.
1: Stay updated and follow Krusty Canuck on Facebook, Twitter, Gab, Telegram, YouTube, and Podbean. Subscribe today and donate at KrustyCanuck.ca.
0: And we're back, ladies and gentlemen, to episode 220 of the Krusty Canuck podcast, the Tuesday Rant. Global boiling as if grocery store is greedy <coughs> Excuse me. or practical Jagmeet Singh heckled at a press conference in St. John's, Newfoundland today. So anyway, get back to the point cost of living. I know it's tough. Trust me there've been times in my life where I've been without work and getting frustrated and being reliant on people to give me a hand. And there are some times I didn't get a hand and you bite your lip, you swallow your pride, put your ego aside and do what you can to fucking persevere. Okay, and, you know, I may be coming across as some kind of arrogant ass who thinks, oh, you know it all, do you? Well, you guys know what you do. You're in the fucking army. Well, in the army, you learn how to work because if you didn't work, you got punished. And in some situations, if you're not working together as a team, (laughs) you could die and get really fucking hurt or get really hurt and wish you were dead. So it puts things in perspective that way, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. So I do feel bad for workers who don't get a fair shake at the table or get maybe incentive to invest in the company they're working for. But I don't feel bad for people that only aspire to go and do things part time or only aspire to do the bare minimum. Some cases you got to hustle. Some cases you got to work a bit harder. Now, in order for me to pass my grade 10 math, I hated mathematics. I hated fucking school. Ladies and gentlemen, I am not an academic oh my god but mind you i never aspired to be an academic but in order to get a passing grade i had to do extra work i had to do some summer school get some extra help talk to some people who understood the work get this done get that done and because of that, that extra work i did that year well I actually did for both years because i had to get these math credits for the sake of you know feeling good about yourself. Anyway, to make a long story short, I do extra work on my own. I understand the work, understand the format, practice, memorize, practice, memorize, all that good stuff to get the passing grade I needed, right? That itself gave me the incentive that's okay. I might have to work harder to get things done. Now, if I can learn that as a 16 year old boy, what's your excuse as a 26 or 36 or 46 or 56 year old male or female, or however you identify? What's your excuse? Anyway, I'll leave that there as it is. And we'll carry on to the meat and potatoes of Mr. Jagmeet Singh, uh, leader of the NDP party in our federal parliament. And I guess he was heckled today in Newfoundland. Now, of course, there are a lot of people up in arms saying, oh, somebody made some homophobic slurs and everything and calling him a bad name. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to put a Twitter feed here. Now, I actually saw this video. On CTV this morning, I was actually uh, dropping off my truck to get some repairs done. and <laughs> just as I walked in, I sit and I grabbed a coffee, and I'm watching this guy talk on CTV. and uh, he was just talking about the greedy corporate blah blah blah, but, you know his his whole spiel, always blaming people that want to make money because he's not taking enough of their money, you know. And <laughs> somebody drove by and called him a piece of shit okay and this is in saint john's newfoundland all right because you know you, you think of newfoundland you think of the very very liberal laid back down homer kind of feeling you know and then here's a guy going about his business sees what's going on and calls him a piece of shit so i'm saying you know well done sir for speaking your mind now it was very very unprofessional i'll throw that in there too but when you hear the man speak, Mr. Yagmeet Singh speak in Parliament, talking about the less fortunate and the virtue he keeps tolling while he's wearing his nice Rolex and his custom-made suits, who does come from a very, very well-to-do family, by the way. Okay, It has nothing to do with his religion or his, the color of his skin. It's his attitude. It's the way he approaches the situations in this country. Because I remember when the NDP used to be a force to be contended with because they actually stood up for working-class values. More so than the Liberals ever did. And at that time, a hell of a lot more so than what the Conservatives did. But they're all greedy and corrupt in their own rightful way. But uh, I will put this on here. Now, you might have to adjust your volume accordingly, ladies and gentlemen. It's only about a few seconds long, about 25 seconds long. So i warn you right now, I'll adjust the volume on your machines, on your tablets, on your laptops, your PCs, or your phones. And uh, you decide, you know, and just think about his rebuttal. After uh, these comments were made, it's quite amusing. It's quite amusing. Yes, quite, <laughs> quite amusing in its own uh, right. But I'll play it for you, so you guys just listen and take a look. I am
1: getting a man who almost can't hear because of the. You're, you're an <sighs>
0: <laughs> so okay, so what what was said to him that was homophobic? Honestly, what was homophobic about what it was said to him? You're a piece of Oh, don't be so homophobic. Freudian slip? Not that it matters, right? So you see what we're dealing with here in our parliamentary system. doesn't matter who is what or what party represents this or that. This is someone who is elected to lead another train of thought, another branch of our society, another bunch of people that think this and think that. And this is the elected leader sitting in parliament right now, toting this virtue, toting this false accusations, making up shit as he goes along, no pun intended. Okay? So what's that tell you? Oh, you're homophobic slurs, sir. Oh, watch what you're doing. You're in traffic. Oh my God. Yeah, like you really care, Yagmeet. You really care, don't you? Okay. So <laughs> these leaders are getting so blind and so dumb and so out of touch with reality that even on national television they will gaslight something and make something up that isn't there. Right? Called the man a homophobe. Now was that guy an idiot for driving by and saying... Well, in a professional sense, sure, but he's got every right to say it, right? But those leaders don't have the right to stand there and say, oh, you called me, you know, you're a homophobe. No, he just called you a name. He called you something. He called you a piece of you know what. And what's wrong with that? I remember in basic training, I having somebody this close to my face call me every goddamn name in the book. Even during my battle school years, somebody called me every name in the goddamn book, and I took it, and I'm here, right? I didn't say to my instructors, "sarge you're calling me a homophobe. Stop being such a homophobe. <laughs> Get a set of balls, Meat. Use them. And I'm not saying use them for the sake of you keeping your job in parliament in case they do call another election, because you can see why a lot of these leaders are out going around all over the country Approaching uh, this and preaching that, you know, all three of them. Doesn't matter if it's Pierre Polyev or Justin Trudeau or Yegmeet Singh or maybe Elizabeth May with a few cocktails talking about stuff as we see, right? Doesn't matter. They're gearing up for something. And I think we should be ready. But when you watch the actions of these individuals, it will give us a good sense who really cares about this country and who the fuck doesn't. Let's hope we choose wisely this time.
1: Stay updated and follow Krusty Canuck on Facebook, Twitter, Gab, Telegram, YouTube, and Podbean. Subscribe today and donate at KrustyCanuck.ca.
0: And hey, you know, we are back to the Tuesday Rant, episode 220 of Krusty Podcast. Global boiling as if grocery stores greedy or practical. Yagmeet Singh heckled at a press conference in St. John's, Newfoundland this morning. And Anyway, to summarize this episode, let's just start being realistic, ladies and gentlemen. Okay? It seems like every time we turn around, we we're told, we can't do this, we can't do that, you can't say this, you can't say that. Okay. Well, this is what I'm going to encourage you, my wonderful audience out there. What to say, what to do. Okay? You walk into a store and there's two people that still, that still want you to wear masks, say this. No. You find yourself in a store and there's still lines where you have to follow this and follow that. Say the magic word, no. You're dealing with uh, a bureaucrat that wants you to do this and do this for them and do that for them. Tell them, no. Okay? Get on your MPs' uh, emails and start sending them. Send the emails to your MPs, MLAs, MPPs alike. Get on them. Enough of this bullshit, enough of this control, enough of this, let's guide this, guide that. Demand the answers from these leaders, okay? Because if they do call an election, I think there will be a big shift, a big shift in perspective when it comes to who we want calling the shots for our municipalities, for our provinces, and definitely for our country. To my friends in in the South there in the United States, same thing with you lot. Tell them no. This is what we're doing. Tell them no. We've had enough of your garbage. We had enough these rules on how to walk, how to talk, how to think, where to stick our hands. We're not to stick our hands. We want to go to work. We want to pay our bills. We want to save our money. We want to build our future by our fucking terms, not yours. It's that simple. Will it be hard? Yeah, possibly. But in a way, the UN says the global is boiling. Well, I would not say the globe is boiling. I would say. People's spirituality and common sense is boiling over. And we got to fix it. And we got to start now. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, I have been Krusty Canuck on this beautiful 1st of August, 2023. I wish nothing but good things for you out there, too. And a special shout out there to my friends at Northern Perspective. Once again, some great work those guys have been doing. Give yourselves a round of applause. Well done, kiddos. Well done, uh, Cypher and Fox. Another honorable mention to Nina Bolt. Uh, She makes some incredible music. Uh, There's a link to her music there in my description. Check her out. She has some new material coming out in the next little while there. She's collaborated with uh, Ricky Wilde, Kim Wilde's brother. Uh, You know her from the 80s, Kids in America. Uh, She does a cover of You Keep Me Hanging On there from the 1980s. Talented musician in her own right, but Nina Bolt is a very, very talented musician, uh, composer, uh, singer, songwriter what have you. But uh, check out her music, too. And like I say, ladies and gentlemen, look after your friends and loved ones. Uh, I'll repeat myself, I wish nothing but good things for you all out there, too. Stay hydrated. Still going to be warm for the next few days. So I'm off to work tomorrow, and I won't have another episode up until next Tuesday, too. And once again, thank you out there to my new followers and subscribers. You guys rock. My new rumblers out there, too. And people I have met on the Northern Perspective live stream. thank you very much. So just keep liking, clicking, And subscribing and commenting and sharing it all over the social media platforms, too, uh, before they censor everything else that we are trying to do here in this country in the name of freedom of expression and freedom of speech and creation, all that good stuff. But like I say, do what you can in these trying times, ladies and gentlemen. And remember, humanity and merit wins the day. Take care, and I'll see you next Tuesday. Bye for now. Hit it, sweetheart. Because I am hard, you will not like me. Yes, there is no racial bigotry here. There you are all in what we
1: This has been another episode of the Krusty Canuck podcast. Stay sane and thank you for listening. From Western Canada, this is the Krusty Canuck podcast.
0: Well, smack my ass and call me Judy.